This is that the motherfucking I think this is thirty nine. I mean, if you don't count the the unnumbered one, which I don't count because that was a lot longer than I expected. But uh, yeah, guys, this one's uh, I'm gonna go ahead and and take a page, <coughs> excuse me, from Ham's book and just say it's called Possessed. I just go ahead and name it right ahead. Um, and yeah, that that song that we started with was from Kid Cudi. It's called Maniac, and it. In my eyes, when I thought of this topic, um, possession, and I was like, I want to kind of go into that because it kind of goes in with the ghost and I'll get into that a a little bit more. But when I was listening to some music, you know, sometimes, you know, I I listen mostly to podcasts. I'm going to be really honest with you guys. Um, and I do that mainly for news and then entertainment. And then music is mainly entertainment, entertainment. And when I listen to music, it's when I don't want to think. Um, so for the most part, it's like, you know, if I don't have anything I'm trying to prepare for, then I'll do that in my like late night showers or whatever. But usually whenever I'm going to take a showers before I have to do something. So I'm usually thinking either I'm playing a set that I just did. If I'm going to do it before a mic or a show or anything like that. Um, or I'll listen to a podcast if I'm trying to get more ideas. Maybe if I didn't come up with enough, uh, maybe I can find a funny way to inform some people because that's pretty much what I do in my comedy. My comedy is, is mostly trying to be informative in a funny way. Um, the main thing is to be funny. So, uh, I mean, a lot of times I'll say things that are not informative and for the most part, just not even worth your time or attention otherwise unless it makes you laugh then then i i gained uh a reason for you to hear me um but otherwise i'll a lot of the times i i'm just rambling like right now probably right so um why why did i want to talk about possession so the reason i did is um i'll start with the ghost in the apartment now I think that I have ghosts in my apartment and then you guys have heard me talk about them earlier on in the podcast. Um, and I, to be completely honest with you guys, um, I moved here in July and it's now, if you're listening to this, uh, in the future, it's now May, uh, or sorry, March. So just about, what is that? Four more months until a full year. So about three quarters of a year. And I've definitely uh, felt their presence and had some activity 
Um, and in the last, what is that, fucking eight months then? In the last eight months, I've definitely felt more than in the last eight years combined before that. So I don't know what that says. Either it's about this place, which again, I'll get into, uh, you know, the, the, the power that places have. Um, don't worry, I have it all written down, guys. I'm going to be more prepared in the future. Uh, and I'll even get into why I'm going to be more prepared in the future, and I have that written down. But um, but keeping up with it, um, I have, I think I have ghosts in this apartment. Now, if I want to be real with you guys, how? Why would you? Why would you first of all think that? You said, what makes you think you have ghosts in your apartment? Besides the current evidence, I'll go with my past evidence. In the past, I remember. Um, two occurrences of when it's weird it's like two times when i i believe uh there was a, a ghost or or something now maybe even three i well, first of all i remember it was shortly after my grandfather died this one was probably the first one that i really remember without like any kind of going deep down and, and something I try to hide. Cause like, that's another thing I do. I definitely don't remember everything in my past and I don't know why. So I'm thinking there might've been some kind of trauma that happened to me. And that's why I can't remember everything. But that's that being said, we're going to skip past that part. Cause again, I don't remember it. So why, why go there? This is what I do remember. My grandfather died. He died. Uh, let's see. It was, I was 11. If I remember correctly. Because it was, when he died, it was right before September 11th, if I remember correctly. Because it was in 2001. I had just turned 11. He died like a month later. Oh, wow. Now that I'm thinking about it, my mom died also in August. Holy shit. How many more years later? She died in... I was just turned 18? It's my freshman year of college, so I was 17 to 18. So yeah, I just turned, whatever, I'll do the math later. Uh, it doesn't matter. You guys did the math, and, and you could tell me in my head, I had a couple drinks tonight. If I'm going to be honest with you, sorry, Yasin, you haven't given me any feedback. I haven't even heard from you. I'm actually going to call you or text you tonight or tomorrow, because it's kind of getting late right now. Uh, I'm recording right now. It's technically the 15th, and it's right before midnight. So I'm going to drop this technically Tuesday the 16th. So you're welcome, guys. Trying to keep it consistent. I apologize. But yeah, getting back to it. My grandfather died. It was 2001. I was 11 years old. I do remember this specifically. I remember it was a rainy night. And it must have been, it couldn't have been even a month after he had died because a lot of, there was more family at the house than normal. And it was late at night at the time that my dad would probably tell me to go to sleep. And my dad was a good dad. So he actually enforced this, go to sleep at 10 o'clock at night because you have to wake up in the morning and you guys suck at waking up in the morning because he knows us, we're dudes. So we, we need as much sleep as possible. And we're also not going to, we're going to fucking bullshit me and my brother in the same room. We're going to bullshit as much as we can. I'm 11. He's fucking two years young. He's nine. That's it. We're, we're bullshitting all night long. Wrestling. Gave him a big ass knot in the head. Not that night. 
that night. It was a rainy night. And I just remember, it might even been late, late. I just remember either being woken up or definitely being drawn to the fact that a car alarm went off outside. And it was really, really weird. My grandfather used to always say, lock the doors always lock the doors and I don't know why maybe that was he's Russian the grandfather who I'm talking about and maybe in Russia that was a big thing I don't know uh but like it's crazy because I also I remember my my who I'd call my other father even though obviously Baba is my real father uh who treated me like a father is Poppy uh Andy's dad and Andy's dad they would never lock the door for whatever reason. I mean, obviously, I think they'd lock it at night, but, like, they'd, they'd have an open-door policy, and they would always tell me, like, don't even knock, don't ring the doorbell. You could just come in, Yousef, your family here. And it was weird when I would just walk in because even in my own house, as family, we would, like, you could check the door. Nine, nine, 99 out of 10 times, that motherfucking shit was locked. So it was, like, pointless of doing that. You just might as well ring the bell. Otherwise, you're going to... F- I always felt weird just jiggling the handle just in case it's unlocked. It never is for whatever reason because people are paranoid. I get it. I I always lock my Why? My neighbor's not going to ever come in here and barge in. I don't even need to lock that. And the other thing is we re- neither of us ever leave that other door open, which has another key. So, like, that's locked. I technically don't even need to lock that door. And I live in a great area. But... Get sorry, sorry guys. Focus. My alpha brain hasn't kicked in. I don't even know if alpha brain did I take. See, I didn't even take alpha brain tonight. That's why. Anyway, late at night, rainy night. Grandpa tells us always lock the door. And all of a sudden, the car alarm's going off. And. It's my dad's truck. My dad had a car and he had a truck because like at the time the car that he had was not good in the snow. So he had the truck for the snow and the truck he didn't lock because he bought it for cheap. It was literally just an all wheel drive truck for the snow. By the way, I bought that uh, from him and it fucking served me well for a long time. That was the mountain. Shout out the mountain. Um, This is later on in the story. Now I'm thinking about it. We'll get into that. Um, so the car alarm's going off. It's honking. Literally, not even the car alarm. All of a sudden, in the middle of the night, it's just or straight up just a horn. Just in the middle of the night. And I kind of remember for some reason this is in my memory and it's not entirely um um uh, like sharp so uh, it's either i remember something along the lines of either my grandma or i saying either to one another or i said it to myself like 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 jiddo which is what i used to call my grandfather uh jiddo yo if you're still there if you're good like give me a sign or either my grandma did and that was a sign i remember that mainly because in the next morning i remember talking about it with my grandmother so i don't remember if she told me like we talked about it together and she told me or I told her or if I just thought about it myself and then I just talked to her the next day. But I do remember it just being really weird. The car alarm was just burned, just going off on a fucking rainy night randomly. And that was like the first time. And my dad didn't know what the fuck was going on. He had to go 
uh, unplugged the battery because like there was nothing. There was nothing hitting the horn. Like we couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. Later on, they said it was a bad fuse. I don't know any bad fuse. Like a bad fuse in my mind is a fuse that's blown, meaning it doesn't work. So like if you hit the horn, it doesn't work. A bad fuse isn't on when the car is off, if that makes sense. So that was like the first one. Um, the next one in chronological order, uh, me and my brother, this is probably 13, I'm probably 13 years old because this is like two years later, uh, I'm in Wayne and so what grade, I think if I'm 13, that means I'm in sixth grade. If I remember right, if not, maybe I'm 14, I'm seventh grade. It doesn't matter. I remember just me and my brother and my brother might not have been there too. Because the thing about my fucked up memory. And that's why you don't play sports in, with that involve a lot of head injury um, without the proper headgear, which we don't have right now. All right, guys? So just try not to hit your head as much is my point. But I remember sometime sixth, seventh grade, me and my brother in, our, in the room. I might even be by myself. We're going to say that. And I'm watching TV. And all of a sudden, there was a lightning bolt. And then really quick, so it was close, the thunder. And I look at the window because of the flash. And in the flash, the lights and the TV that I'm watching go out in the room. And I hear in the flash part. So after the lightning, I look. Everything goes out. I don't notice it until... I hear the cackling, ha, 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 and I look, the TV's off, the lights aren't coming back on, the flash made it seem like the lights were still on, and then the lights are off as soon as the flash goes away, very, very creepy, the laugh, very, very creepy, and then me and my brother, or sorry, me and myself, because I don't remember if Yassine was there, I run, sprint to the door, I open up to see like to try to run down the stairs because I have this all plotted out I used to hate going down the stairs at night and also up the stairs at night so I used to know the whole route completely pitch black blindfolded I go to start sprinting and as soon as I open up the door it's light and I'm like what the fuck and I flip the switch but the switch is already up I flip it down nothing happens I flip it back up the lights turn back on the TV doesn't it wasn't a circuit. There's no way in the time that that lightning came and my scared ass ran to the door, could anybody have been in the basement and flipped the switch if it was a circuit going out? There's nothing logical that explains it. Ghosts. Bam. So now that I got a lot of ghost stuff out, um, and, and I'm not even going to go into the last one because the last one just, oh my God, that's just more a haunting. Uh, I have ghosts now in in my current apartment, and I don't know. Uh, what are ghosts? Are ghosts interdimensional beings? Is that going to make it easier for you guys to understand? Because honestly, if you want to, if you want to take ghosts, interdimensional being, um, demon, jinn, whatever, you can go ahead and and classify all of them. Let's just call them interdimensional beings. And I may call them ghosts or demons, but they're pretty much beings that are, that can, or that, that pretty much, look, all right, 
Ah, uh, fuck. I don't want to go into dimensions without explaining it in a complicated way. So I'll say it like this. We live in the, th- what I believe is actually the fourth dimension because we're living through time. Time, in my opinion, is a fourth dimension. We are three-dimensional beings living in the fourth dimension. They are uh, four or five dimensions, sorry, five-dimensional beings living in the fourth dimension. So they can travel not only through time, but because they're five-dimensional beings, they may be able, and I don't understand what the fifth dimension is exactly, but they can interact in our dimension in ways that we don't comprehend. So not only can they go back and forward in what we comprehend as time, um, they can appear and disappear in different shapes, and they can also take forms as well as our own. Now, I'll get into ways uh, of defense uh, once I get out, uh, through the possession part, um, but what they're doing is possessing you. If if I understand it correctly. So these interdimensional beings can or cannot, if I understand it, possess you. Now, the way they can possess you is if you allow them to. That's if you invite them in. Um, if you don't be- if you believe that you uh, like for example a lot of people believe that possession is a result of black magic some of these people um, in India and Pakistan for example believe in black magic way more than they believe in the protection of God and therefore can and have been subjugated to possession in my opinion at least now that's just my opinion now, here was a thought based on a movie I saw. It was called uh, Possessor, I think. It was on Hulu. It was like, what if, what if, and this kind of helps with the simulation theory thing. Like, what if we are an AI? And what if people could just hack into the AI and then possess you? Think about it that way. Just imagine now we all have Neuralink in our head. And somebody in Tesla or whatever decides to be the actual corporation that's the head of the Neuralink decides, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to be able to uh, go ahead. um, We'll just go ahead and say, because he's the president right now, Joe Biden, he's our president. He has Neuralink. We're going to go in and jump in him and, and have him say something like, and I believe Tesla is the future and we should all move towards electric cars. And he can, bam, hack into him, have him do that. Or have him do X, Y, Z other things. Especially if you want to go crazy deep state shit. Which we are not going there. We're not going there, Yusef. Remember, we're talking first about possession. So, possession. What is it? It is when you allow the being in. What can you do to avoid it? I'll get into that later when I talk about the defense. Which is probably, actually, you know what? That's the next thing. So, Here's the thing that you could do. Don't play with a Ouija board, for example, because that's pretty much an open invitation in. Uh, Don't invite them in. Don't say, I'd like to be possessed. Don't go and try to say, I'd sell my soul. I'd sell X, Y, Z. Don't do shit like that. Number one. Number two, you have to believe in a higher power or something that's going to protect you. Now, the thing is, if I'm going to be real with you, and if you're atheist and you want to get mad at me, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you know, what do I tell you? I can't tell you anything. You don't believe in anything or you do believe that there is no, whatever you believe. You need to believe that there is nothing then way more than you believe you can be possessed. Because as soon as you give, because I'll tell you what, 
me, I'm maybe not the most religious. As you heard, I said I was drinking. Uh, and uh, uh, other people that I know that are way less religious than me, we've had similar things where if something bad happens, you're in some turbulence in the air, you're driving your car real fast in the rain, and all of a sudden you start sliding, X, Y, Z happens, you start saying something like, yo, God, please help me through this. That means that you deep, 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 real deep down, believe in God, will protect you more than anything else. And so even if you're an atheist and you believe that, and you say that sometimes, just know that means that you can be possessed. And I don't want you to be. I'm saying you have to know that God can protect you more if you believe that God can. That's the thing. You don't even have to believe in God as much, but definitely do. Obviously, I'm telling you, I'm not telling you not to, but I'm going to say you have to have a higher power belief. Regardless, if you believe that you can be taken over more than you will be. The only thing I want to be taken over by is by God. I want to do what his bidding is. If he really truly believes my podcasting and my motherfucking comedy is the wrong move, then then if he stops me on this, if he tells you guys stop listening, yo, Yusuf's being boring as fuck, Yusuf's stupid, uh, and nobody laughs at me, and I never get booked and all that, I'll have to figure something else out, but I don't know what the fuck else it is in life. So that's why I believe in a higher power. And I believe that my higher power believes in this. So your defenses definitely believe in the higher power. You, um, I also said, again, don't invite them in. I can't stress that enough. Like, um, they say that like, uh, all right. So they said it about vampires, apparently a vampire. And it was a, there was a funny thing on FX. I don't even remember what it's called. Maybe like in the dark or something like that. And it's like about vampires, but it's actually kind of funny. It's not like a, a scary thing or anything like that, or it's not corny. It's actually kind of funny. So, like, it's worth watching. It's like, I'm not going to watch some fucking... They're going to try to make it scary or adventurous or action-y or zombie. Fuck that. This is good. This is worth it. Whatever it is, uh, I'll hopefully try to plug it in the notes. But watch that thing. It was actually fucking funny. And in there, they say, like, yo, they literally will be, like, waiting outside your house, like, arguing with you. And they can't come in until you invite them in, until you say, yeah, come on in. Like, it's really weird. And same thing, though, with demonic possession. Like They cannot come in without you letting them in, whether it's subconsciously, whether you always keep on thinking of it. Like the way, like, like dark metal, raw, 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 uh, devil horns, blah, blah, blah. That kind of people think like, yeah, man, come inside of me whenever you want. Obviously, I'm, I'm th- not really thinking that or saying that, guys. So definitely stay away from me. That's not permission. I'm not inviting you in. I'm telling you now. I have to remind the ghosts nearby. They're good guys. Don't worry. I'll get into that too. So, the ghosts in my apartment, are, they're they're good guys. But the all right, sorry. Go more about defense. Um, bless your home. Whatever your beliefs are, in in every belief, I'm sure there's a way to bless your home. Incense is usually it's usually burning some kind of a smell to get rid of the spirit. Um, there's also like uh, what I like to do: salt the four corners. Um, of my home, you put a little bit of salt in the four corners of your home, and that gives you a little bit of protection right there. Yeah, make sure you do that often. Don't forget that, actually. Just because, like, I don't know, salt doesn't go away. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Do that. I don't know what... You don't have to completely salt circle. That's, like, 
fucking that's like supernatural stuff like in the the tv show supernatural what else did i say olive leaves that's what i do i burn olive leaves um that's my thing and then be polite that that will lead me into my ghost guys if you have ghosts in your apartment don't yell don't be angry and all that because i'll tell you just with people when you deal with people who are aggressive if you go at them aggressively you're going to get aggression equal or above unless you absolutely intimidate them nine out of ten times that's not going to happen you're going to be met with more aggression and more problems and i'm not also saying bitch out what i am saying is be polite right now the most that happens they knock down some some paintings uh some pictures off my walls they would shut off um they, oh i remember one thing that was really creepy uh if i was like uh, watching something on my my tv they would change my soundbar to youtube and it would play something random on youtube random Oh, no, no, it wasn't that. Sorry, I was watching something on YouTube, and I would randomly hear the Netflix. Da-dung, 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 always. Really, really weird. Another thing, whenever be in the shower. Oh, wait, no, nothing happened in the shower. The shower is where I'm scared, just mainly because I almost fell today. But I'll get into that later. I should write that down because I didn't even think of writing that down. Falling in shower. I'll put that in the end. Fall. Sorry, guys. That's important. So, yeah. that, that Look, my ghost. I remember one time. It was so fucking creepy. And I have a video of it. I even sent it to a friend. Actually, the guy who made my logo, uh, Chris Gassler. If you need your logos done, um, find him on Instagram. It's uh, at Spinal Palm. Let me make sure that's all, like, spelled correctly, too. Sorry, I had to move away from the mic to make sure I undid my face. One, one. No, not Chris. That's his other one. Spinal Palm. Yeah, Spinal Palm Official. So S-P-I-N-A-L-P-A-L-M. Spinal, like the back, palm. One word, underscore, official. Follow him on there. Tell him you know me. And say you need a logo or XYZ. He'll hook you up. He'll do a great job like you do with my logo. That's why the golf fights love their shirts. Shout out to him, who actually is probably the only one who got their shirt. I think I gave one other person the shirt. I gave, I gave him, oh my God, why am I not, wow, I gave Chris the other shirt. Yeah, uh, anyway, I sent Chris the video. I remember it was really, really weird. When I had my camera in a different position, it was right by my, my door of my bedroom, aimed at the bedroom door or the window, and it followed you. So it last place, when I walked out of the bedroom, it aimed at the bedroom door. And then I must not have closed the door all the way. All of a sudden, you just hear, the door just closes shut randomly. And then because there was a motion sensor on my camera, it caught it. And dude, that shit was creepy. And and then ever since then, um, I've been doing more to bless the place. I've been, you know, burning the olive leaves. I've been polite to them. I've been doing what uh, my dad always tells me. What you do is when you walk into the homes... You say hello. You say salam. 
So I say salams whenever I walk in or out of my home. Um, I try to at least, I usually forget when I leave. I try to remember at least when I get in. Because uh, if interdimensionally speaking, they share this dimension with us. We just can't see them if they're fully in the fifth dimension. The way that if you're in the second dimension on paper, you can't see things that are floating in 3D until they point on the paper. And then, oh, wow, Pac-Man life. You just appeared in my life, and now you're just a, a blip. And then you pull your finger out. Did I gobble that blip? Or did that blip just disappear? Oh, my gosh, what happened? It just appeared. It's creepy shit, guys. So, um, yeah, places have power, and people have power as well. What I mean by that is this. People can charge. People can charge you. If you surround yourself by negative people, you can turn negative. Same thing if, if you're uh, places. If you do, places are, are for the most part neutral. But uh, I would say holy places are good places. And then places where a lot of bad things like um, uh, insane asylums, they're bad places. Why? Because a lot of bad things, especially in the past when they didn't understand mental illness and they thought it was like possession and other bad things, like you were just bad. You were a bad person for having this issue. Not that you just were a troubled individual. They would do bad things. They would leave a bad energy in that area. Opposite, if you go to churches and you, any church, any, any religious institution where you're going there with the intention of doing good things and a lot of good things are done there. And especially for the most part, bad things are kept away from exclude the Catholic church, not saying anything. If bad things are not done there, then those become holy places. Those become places of good energy. Ley lines, look that up. L-E-Y lines. Those are also important. I don't know too, too much about that. I'm going to look that up. But my point was this. Places have power. And, like, if you if you see, like, I don't remember now which movie it was that, that gave me this idea even for this. I think it was The Conjuring, the first one. It was like they, I think they said, or even in, um, what was it, the poltergeist, they said they built it on an ancient burial ground. And if it was just a regular ancient burial ground, I don't know if maybe a lot of bad things happen there, but it's still not a good place to, to build a home is over the graves. But I'll tell you this. Oh, fuck. Yo. This apartment's not too far from a graveyard. That could have probably been a graveyard, which is why there are some... All right, anyway, we'll get to that in the future. Um, ah, uh, fuck. Ley lines. What was I going to get about ley lines? Point lost. I lost it. Ley lines. Ley lines. I don't know. Sorry, guys. No more tangents. I got to stop. I'm starting to get tired. So, yeah, final points on the possession... Um, don't invite them in. No Ouija boards. Make sure you seek a higher protection that you believe in and do good things in your home to make it safe. All right. That's it. All right. Now, um, I'll give you guys some updates too. Um, I, oh, here, what did I write this side note? When I got arrested, it felt like I was taken back to slave times. Ooh, that sounds weird. It does though. Like, why did I write that? I don't know exactly, but I kind of feel it in in my bones. I'll see if I can remember that, and I'll get back to that. Um, 
but let me pause real quick because I have to pee, but you're not going to know it's pause, right? Because like when I start, I'm going to say like, since the last time I podcasted, here's what happened. And then I'm going to come back and say the same thing. So you're going to think I just have um, like Alzheimer's. All right. Last time on the podcast. Wait, did I pee? I don't even know. Who cares? Guys, I'm back. Um, so yeah. Uh, oh, wow. This is weird that I wrote this since the last podcast. <laughs> we had the first nice weather. But now I don't even remember it because it's just been cold and windy since then. Um, but yeah, it was actually really, really nice. I do remember that now. I remember it was like like 60 or 65. And I remember I had like my patio door open with a little screen so the bugs stay out. And there was this nice fucking breeze while I was working. It was just dope, man. And I can't wait for for uh, for more nice weathers. I think that was the point that I, I wanted to... Why did I even write that, dude? That was so lame. Um, but let's see. I just did... Did that, did that. Oh, Alex Jones. Did you guys see Alex Jones on, on the flagrant... Uh, on the... Uh, uh, excuse me. Burping. I made another drink, guys. I'm sorry. I tried to lie to you guys and tell you I, I went to go pee. I didn't pee. I went to go make another drink. And then I watched some Nelk Boys because those guys kind of inspire me. Um, you know, I'll go into Nelk real quick before that. If you guys don't know, who who are the, what's Nelk? What's Nelk Boys? Literally look it up on YouTube. Nelk or Nelk Boys. It'll be like a giant red N. Um, and these guys just do pranks. And there's uh, Kyle Forgard. There's Steve Will Do It. Those and Salim the Dream. Those are like my main three guys that I like. Um... And they just do fucking pranks all across the country. They make a shit ton of money on their merchandise. Um, I'm going to start getting into merchandise because, you know, uh, why not? You know, if you guys don't buy it, I'll fucking be like Luis J. Gomez and other comedians and just rock a whole bunch of my own merch all the time. You know, that's how it works, I guess. I don't know. But they, they, they do a good job. Um, and they're mad inspirational because... Bro, these motherfuckers just dropped a video four hours ago, and they have over half a million views already. Like, god damn. And they get demonetized right away, but they still make their motherfucking money. But that that's what Alex Jones is about. That's why I kind of respect Alex Jones. Um, for those of you who don't remember, um, Alex Jones may or may not. I don't even remember exactly what he even said. But I think he said something like uh, something. Uh, who cares? Whatever he said or didn't say, he ended up getting deplatformed. He got taken off of iTunes, uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, everything, pretty much, which kind of scares me. If, but I don't think I'm ever that big. I'm not that big right now. But it's like, bro, if I need to get all my shit under my own control, which is about like non fungible. I'll get into that. Maybe I didn't write it down, but if I remember. But yeah, Alex Jones was on there and he had he had a he had this little thing where he was being silenced until he he brought everybody to his own website. So you can still listen to his shit. You just have to go through him directly, which was good because his diehard people, which wasn't me, if I'm going to be real, I just listened to any of the things that he did on people's platforms that did it for free um, or if he shared it himself. I don't think he shared anything himself because I don't think he's still on those platforms. He just gave them up. But. But Alex Jones was on Flagrant 2. It was mad funny. Mad, mad funny, dude. Dude, it was so funny. He would... 
be ready to just go off on a fucking tirade and just like me big what was the question again like <laughs> yo i get mad alex jones energy i don't know but he said he's uh he wants to be a comic and i think that's a good move for him you know i think comedy is a good move for anybody who wants to be funny but you should know this is not for everybody in fact uh while i believe and i have to know that this is for me this is not for everybody and you know what could stop me the main thing that will stop me and most comics from being a big uh comedian is themselves whether they quit or whether they let an addiction stop them or or keep them plateauing forever or whether addiction kills them uh what albeit you know uh forget all of the comedians who died from suicide or or from uh, other forms of depression um, or heroin overdose or any other drug overdose uh, diabetes even took out Patrice he, he couldn't fight that addiction that demon like our demons and and us not believing in ourselves is our biggest enemy in comedy I'll tell you that so us comics, us people in general, need to stop hating on each other. There's enough, like I said last week, the abundance model, not the scarcity model. Don't be that scarce person saying, if you succeed, that means I have to fail. It doesn't work like that. In fact, it's the opposite. If I succeed, you succeed. Everybody succeeds. You ever notice some of the most generous people are the people with either the least and they always get by, no matter how generous, because they're so generous, they may not have enough or may not have much, but they have more than enough than they need. And some people are rich because apparently that's what defines enough. And they just keep on getting enough. And they give. And that's what we need to do. I like to help other people. And I don't know why other people don't. So stop. Stop with this. If you want to do something, if somebody wants to do something, you should support them. You know, because what's the point of hating on them? What will that help you? Okay, let's go with the hypothetical. We'll go with any position, right? Like you're like, oh, if if my friend Tim gets the job, that means I don't get the job. Well, wouldn't you be happy that your friend Tim got the job if he in fact deserved the job because that's the other thing the universe is not only going to give you what you want but only what you deserve as well so that's why you can keep on asking for a bike until you deserve a bike you're not getting that shit you know i don't expect i would love and i do plan on being a great comedian i don't expect i i really i don't even care really about the money and i would prefer to have like somewhat fame just enough to be able to get by on this but not like that level where you can't go out in public without being harassed like i'd like that most people have no idea who the fuck i am and that i can like surprise them once they look me up like holy shit how did i not know him like i'd like that that's like the max i really really want because like still then you still have fuck you money and it's more like hidden fuck you money you know, because you don't want like out loud, like Joe Rogan has out loud fuck you money. 
to the point where like yo he can't like people are gonna be too nice to him he can't even like use that fuck you money to be like oh you think i'm oh really you're gonna talk to me like that you don't know oh you don't know all right fuck you money bam slap you with that fuck you money do something with it i don't know buy their job buy their whole office and then demote him but keep him with the same pay but like make him like clean the toilets for like a month and be like yeah why oh the new owner did it who's the new owner Yousef oh Yousef the guy you were talking shit to fuck he comes and begs you and he thinks he got less pay but you don't actually give him less pay maybe send a memo out to make him scared but then he's gonna try to involve HR but it don't matter it's all a fucking tactic that's just petty Yousef don't be that way that's what you do with fuck you money but like here's the other thing if you are good like me, or not good like me, I'm not good, but like I'm trying to be. Um, but if you do like what I'm saying I do, and like let's just say I do that all the time, and you do get that fuck you money, at that point, it's going to be bless you money. Kind of like Rogan-ish. Like Rogan, like he's he's all for comedy. And that's what I respect the fuck out of him. Uh, I remember like he got that Spotify deal 100 million that we know about. I think I heard more 250 million, maybe even more than that over the time that he has it. But he has like fuck you money now on top of the fuck you money he already had. And this guy is like instead of fuck you money, it's going to be bless you money. It's like, "Yo, Joey Diaz, XYZ, anybody, probably Jamie his producer for his podcast. He's like, "Yo, I'm moving to Texas. I'm going to buy myself this nice-ass house in Texas. Do you want a house? I'm going to buy you all houses. You know what? Let's buy a comedy club because there's not enough comedy by where I live. Let's do X, Y, Z. He's reinvesting in other people. He did that since the beginning when he would bring other people on the road. And the point is you believe in other people, you support other people, and you will be supported overall. Night. All right. What else did I have? What else since the last podcast? Um, Chris D'Elia's back. Yeah, he had a he dropped the podcast, and uh, and me, if I'm being real, I'm a Chris D'Elia fan. Um, I thought he got really real. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and like I love to do is be objective, as objective as I can. Taking aside my me. me being a fan of his and i'm not really objective i just try to be but right now we'll be objective i like chris Lee. i'm a fan of his on his podcast the thing that really got to me was when he said like he was so depressed and like he he's been off for like eight nine even almost a year he's i feel like you know maybe june he stopped it, it feels like a year since he's been on the on the mic like so seven eight months since his podcast since allegations came out against him, he stopped podcasting. He came back. He pretty much said something similar to everything I've done is legal and consensual. Um, something along the lines of earlier on, I think he said um, he had like some kind of uh, uh, a sex addiction or some kind of other. Maybe that's what he was alluding to. If he didn't say it outright, it was like a sex addiction that he's trying to work on and and that he's changed and the main thing, the thing that actually sticked with me, just instead of just, re I'm sorry I do that, was that he said he was so depressed that he wasn't able to do his, like he, he was just really depressed in these last eight, nine months or whatever. 
And it's because he hasn't been able to do comedy or his podcast. The two main things that now not only financially uh, pay for him through life, but also are his main passions, which is the beautiful thing. Like, wouldn't beautiful, the way I said it was really weird. Beautiful. Um, I think that'd be beautiful. If, like they always say, the old adage, if you do what you love, then you never will work. If you get paid doing what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And he got paid doing what he loved, and then he could never work another day in his life. But he could. He was being a pussy. He stopped probably because his his sponsors dropped him. But what he should have done is just kept doing the podcast until new sponsors who didn't care did work with him. Or he went on Patreon and got people to pay for him directly, which kind of well, now I'm just going to bring it up now. Non-fungible tokens. What are NFTs? Non-fungible tokens. Pretty much is it's like the cryptocurrency of art. Um, you get a piece of art and you don't actually own the art because anybody can really take a copy of that. But you kind of own the art and then you can sell that copy of that art for more money. It's all bullshit in that sense, right? Because in that sense, realistically, anybody can take a, a screenshot of their picture of your thing and print it and put it on their thing. It's not the real thing, though. I think that's the point. Um, because, like, the future of it is going to be, like, if I can adapt that into comedy somehow. Where maybe, like, your your comedy actual, your album. Let's say you have an hour-long album and it's video and audio recorded. And you want to sell that to Netflix as a non-fungible token instead of as just your special well guess what you own that in perpetuity and you get royalties forever so i think it's like 10 percent or whatever let's just say 10 percent so i sell it to netflix for 10 million not only do i get 10 million i also get 10 percent of well i think the first time i don't get it but like i sell it for 10 million now netflix goes and decides they want to sell it out to uh, amazon prime after 5 years and let them use it and amazon prime buys it for 50 million well guess what i get 10 i get 5 million from that so that, that that's the point of it you you keep getting it in perpetuity forever so like i put it my kids in my will or my brother or xyz and they get that that money and and i think that's good for all artists so I think like non-fungible tokens like Bitcoin being not only used financially, but can be used in way better ways with blockchain to deliver money financially to other people directly. I'm not going to get into that. Oh, my God. What else? All right. 47 minutes. I want to talk about uh, enough things. I got enough time. I'll keep it under an hour, though. Um, Prince Henry and Meghan and his wife Megan, they were talking on Oprah. And the only other note I wrote is don't be hack. And don't be hack refers to when Megan and Henry were on Oprah, they are very, very rich people talking to another very rich person about very, very rich problems in a very, very rich area. And trying to have us, in in their sense, in their eyes, even peasants understand. Oh my gosh! Can you believe that they wouldn't allow me to do things? Like they wouldn't hear my opinion. I'm so brand new, Meg, uh, Megan. I'm so brand new to the royal family. But like they wouldn't hear my opinions on royal, 
on what it's like to be I don't if you don't know shit about royalty like bro that's like if if Henry was a comic and he married uh, a non-comic who was well I'll just go ahead and say an actress she's still an actress she still doesn't know shit about comedy and now she starts coming into your your comedy corporation or your comedy kingdom and starts trying to tell you well they don't respect my opinion and they don't tell me what to do well you have no what are you going to input do you have did you ever try to you know i get that part i also get like here's the other thing devil's advocate being uh the guy i am objectively is like yo the queen is like over what is she isn't she like she been she's got to been around for like 100 years dog Let's just say she's 80. If she's 80 years old, let's just, if she's 100 years old, that means it was, it was uh, 1920 in the Great Depression. So we're going to say she's 90s, 1930, I think was actually Great Depression. We'll say even 1940, right before World War II. They still didn't like blacks. There was still segregation, you know, you didn't want those people around. Well, you married one of those? I hope the baby doesn't come out like one of those back then. Even if you were cool, if even if you were, as we'd say back then, hip. If you had a colored baby, they knew that you were hip, but you were banging a black man or a black woman. Now, I don't know if they, that would count. If a black woman had a, a lighter baby, I don't think they care. I think it's the only other way around. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter then. I don't, I don't know. It's just fucking stupid. Um, here, oh, sheath discount scam. Guys, sheath underwear. Do you guys remember that old sponsor of mine? They told me um, they still can't do the sponsorship at this time, but they still kept my discount code. And guess what I realized? My discount code, uh, capital PIST, capital P for PIST, the capital P, and capital G in golf. There's a space in between, but it's two words, just pissed golf like the podcast. And you get like 25% off. It's still good. Guess what? I tried to use some other podcasters thing. Trying to think I was going to get like 40% off or something. I still got my 25% off. And not only that. I ended up just getting another week's worth of underwear. Now I have two weeks worth of, of sheath underwear. Until I have to wash them. And I have the most comfortable balls in the world. So why am I mentioning it now? Uh sheath underwear scam here's my new thing uh, an idea for possible scam the way i got the sponsorship i think i've told you guys i literally reached out to them i said hey look i love your product uh i have a podcast i'd love for you to be a sponsor and they said "Nah, we can't really do that right now i was like well i mean like if i could still promote you maybe you guys can give me like a discount code or something like that and i I, you know i could still that way we could track you know how well this does and they're like yeah you know that's you know they gave me a a discount code 25 percent off I'm going to start doing that to other companies. Just get them to give me money off of my podcast or off of uh, their merchandise that I really like. So I'm I'm not going to like fake fake sponsorship like I did with Sheath and like I did with Hemper. Um, because to be real, I did get some things with Hemper. I think I got like $5 off of my order. So I don't know how many of you guys actually bought shit for me to get $5 off. But shout out to all you guys who use my code. And Sheath Underwear hasn't given me shit except for the discount code. So they never said they were going to give me anything like Hemper did. Like Hemper basically said, use the code. If they use the code, they get a discount and you get money off of yours. But Sheath didn't say that. 
But then again, she threw me an extra pair of underwear or two, so maybe they'll do it again this time. You Use the fucking sponsorship, guys. That's all I'm saying. What else? Um, I'll do... I'll do a, a B update. It's not a long one, but I'll do a quick B update, and then I'll give you guys the last of it, the last the final notes that I wrote here. Um, B update. So apparently she's a golf fight. Not really. She doesn't get a T-shirt because she obviously wasn't listening or and or listened to the point where I was like, hey, if you want a T-shirt, message me, let me know the size, X, Y, Z. All that yada, 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 as Seinfeld uh, would say before I, I I got the shirt. So maybe she'll get round two when I actually decide to put the name of the podcast, not just golf fights. But you guys are golf fights. You guys, if you guys are wearing them, I'm sure if people say, oh, what's that from? You're going to say, oh, the Piss Golf Podcast. And then everybody except for Ham is going to, or Ham will tell everybody except for his wife. Um, but you'll tell pretty much everybody in your life. Um, or you'll just be like, oh, that's just. A weird shirt. This is my friend. He's uh his thing. He's a uh, he's weird. Don't I'm trying not to get canceled from work. I can't tell you about this guy, but I like him. That's all I could say, and that's pretty much what most people could say. Sorry, B update. Getting distracted. Yeah. So she listened. Last podcast I did, uh the the one I, I wrote weed is legal as a title, but I know that was not the name. I think it was called That's on Me. Um, yeah. She she listened to it right away. And she gave me some 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 good information. She said um, she didn't care if I shaved. She just doesn't think it's clean. And clearly, she doesn't. She thinks I have some kind of like like giant fucking wizard beard. Like I wish I could have. If I still had one of those, I'd still extra keep it clean. Like you think I don't shave and, sh- and shampoo it? And I put fucking I put um, first. I put sanitizer on it and then like after I get out of the shower and I dry it after I shampoo and all that in the shower I get out I dry it even though it's really not even that much I put a little bit of hand sanitizer on it's actually a lemon scented one it's a uh, colonia yasin you know what I'm talking about that shit just smell great uh, put that shit on my beard and then I put a little coconut oil underneath and then I put a little colonia on top and the reason I do that is to have it like a lemon scent on top of the oil and I feel like the oil will will keep it covered and protected from germs and all that shit. And nothing falls in my beard. And I push my beard back. Like, if I eat a plate of soup, it's not in the way. Even my mustache. It's not like if I drink a hot coffee or a foamy coffee, I get it. No, none of that happens. Very rarely. I wish I could find stuff in my beard. But I don't. It's clean. But yeah, since then, we haven't really talked. Is that on me? I don't know. I did message her once. But I also just don't message people. I Look, I'm busy. I should talk to her more if I'm being real. But at the same time, it's like I... All right, you know what? You're going to hear this too, B. So now you can hear along with everybody else. And so I'll be real with you like I should be with her. So like I said, if she says, oh, is that real? I'll, I'll let her know for real. Probably is real. But it's like, look. I am the kind of guy... The reason I don't like relationships is I feel like I've had such bad luck in the past. I rather just do the no flings. What is it? No strings attached. No flings attached. It's getting late, Yousef. No strings attached because 
I have a lot of baggage. You don't need my strings with my baggage. That's what strings are. And uh, I'm not going to give you any of my baggage. I don't expect any. I don't expect you to take any of my baggage either. And I don't want to give you any of my baggage because I feel like that shit's a turnoff. And also, I don't want any of your baggage. And I don't expect you to tell me any of your baggage. And if I'm going to be really, really honest, again, because I'm the kind of guy who likes to help people, though, I will hear your baggage. Maybe I can help you. But I don't want to take it on as my own burden, though. Like, for example, if you had kids and that was your baggage, like, I would love to help you out in some way, but not in a way of like, I'm not going to adopt your kids or move in and be a, a part-time dad. Not not for a long time in the future that I I plan, you know. Not that 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 B has any of that, or maybe she does. Maybe that'll help you throw off the scent. You now you don't know. My point is this: um, I have my shit. She has some things, not as much. She she'll tell me some things, but then again, she don't. We we don't we don't talk enough. And then sometimes I think we talk too much. But when we talk, it's like we never stop talking. That's the weird thing. So. Um, I'll probably fucking, I'll wait a day or two, see if she hears this, and then I'll message her if she doesn't say anything. And if you do hear this and you didn't message me back, B, now you know. I, I fucking knew. I've been, I noticed. I'm not going to bug, bug out. I'm not weird like that. I'm just like, look, you, you're busy. You got shit to do. You do your thing. I'm not going to bug you like that. And I only expect the same. Look, honestly, checking in is the different story. I don't expect that, but the overly checking in, that's different. Like, if I tell you, yo, I'm going to be busy from X, Y to X, Y, if it's not an emergency, don't hit me up. If you're just like, yo, how you doing? You, you still, I'm busy at that. And I'm not always busy from X, Y to X, Y. So if I say that, which I never did to her, but just saying in the future. Here's a, a B update debate. I have, I don't have a bed frame. I have um, one of those soft foam mattresses so it's like really really soft foam like if i i can't just not only get a bed frame i need to get one of those like box spring things too because then the box spring sits on the frame and then i can have my bed my foamy bed thing on the box spring would that be a good thing probably but also the floor is flat right box spring would make it flat and just up above the ground why do i need to be higher up why not lower I like being down lower to the ground. If it makes me feel Japanese, is that cultural appropriation? I don't care. I like it. I like being down there. It's easier if I roll off the bed, which I've never have done. There's no, what I'm going to fall a foot. Like, that's nothing. I'm, I'll survive that. I wouldn't even break my glasses if I would. Uh, I probably would. Knowing me, dude. I'd break my glasses on like a three inch drop. Like I could like accidentally like get punched and my glasses go flying off. Nothing would happen to it. But then I could try to put it on a counter without looking. That's three inches away. Or or and it would or uh whatever. I don't know what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I could like drop three inches and break, but now I can't even remember how I tried to plan it out because in my head it didn't come out that way. Anyway. Um, final things, final thoughts, Manny, guys, our boy, I need, I need Manny, I need, uh, ham, 
and Yasin, my other fellow three wise men, to uh, to give a little little positive thoughts, some prayers, some chi, some positive energy, mainly prayers. Um, yeah, for Yasin, uh, mainly positive thoughts and prayers and and chi. Actually, whatever from everybody, but like also from Ham. Like guys, Manny got coronavirus. He's gonna be fine. But now, the Mig got the Rona, the Mig Rona. What we used to always call him. It came full circle. How did he get it a whole full goddamn year after we've been locked down? And he's been in Arizona working in Walmart, the dirtiest place of all goddamn time, with the dirtiest people of all time. And it took him a whole year to get it. I'm just, I'm happy that he's good. I'm keeping him in my thoughts and prayers. He's going to be good. He's going to get that golf fight shirt eventually once I get this shipping thing settled out, which I'm trying to figure out, guys. Don't worry. Also, financially not doing so. I'm, don't worry. Stocks are going to go up. I'm going to make my money back. Everything's going to get out. I'm going to be good. Anyway, um, I did want to uh, talk about something happened also during this week. Just to go a little back and forth here. Uh, which is still the same thing, I guess. I I was at the dojo, the dojo of Comedy East, the one in Morris Plains at Tiff's restaurant and bar and grill, and I talked to the owner Mike, and me and him had a little sit down. It was nice. Um, you know, he wanted to talk to me. Uh, I always love talking to him about anything. Period. Just fucking love picking the brain of somebody who's pretty like minded to me, and he kind of he offered me a position. So. Going forward, the podcast is still going to be the same. Um, if you listen to their podcast, uh, I don't know exactly which one, but I may end up helping them out with research and end up pretty much you're going to hear similar stuff. Uh, not exactly, obviously, because you're going to hear these directly from me. So unless they, they only have, if they only have me for research, that's one thing. If they have me for research and have me podcasting with them, you're going to hear from me and it's going to kind of sound similar. Don't worry, guys. You know, here you're going to get the raw, real Yousef with no interruptions and probably no guests because most people cannot come over my house on the weekends because I cannot keep a consistent schedule. Um, but yeah, that's um, some, some, some good things are going to come soon. I also gave him some ideas. We're going to try to get the mic back open over there. Open mic, back in comedy, get some more mics going. Um, maybe get some showcases going for the for the the younger comics, the the local comics, so they can do some some stage time in front of the locals or the non locals sorry, the the national headliners who are coming through for shows. Maybe they only bring one or two people, and they need an extra third or fourth or second or whatever. They got us. We got a lineup of people who could be like minded, because I I think I'm a fan enough of, of comedy with the already Booker to help him out to make sure we, we can book some local talent that's, that is asked to go with people who are like-minded. So I think I love comedy. I want to keep doing that. We're going to keep doing that. Guys, Um, what else? Oh, I wrote Falling in the Shower. Do you guys want to hear about that real quick? I'll talk about that. My biggest fear, one of my biggest fears, is falling down in the shower. I, I'm afraid of falling in the shower. Because the floors are always slippery. It's it's a natural fear. For the most part, there are toilets or sinks really close by where if you fall and you don't either hit your head against the wall that's right next to you, 
you're going to fall out of the curtain part and hit your head on a toilet or a sink or maybe your back and you'll get paralyzed and then you'll lay there forever. And if you're smart like me because you don't want it to get too humid, you have a window cracked open. And now, especially because it's winter time ish, it could get so cold that you fall down, you're wet, you broke your back, you can't move, you're dead. Cold water running. I don't know how back breaking works. I think you, you lose, you might even. You can't even speak or go gurgling and shit. Or maybe you fall backwards. You just hit your neck. You break your neck and just slip on down. And you're in the warm water. But at least it's like close enough to your face. So you can like drink the water. So like at least you don't get dehydrated. But the water's going to get cold. You're going to get hypothermia eventually. You're not going to survive it, Yusuf. And as you're sitting there. And two weeks have gone by. Because you've gone by just shivering. That you're able to move every muscle in your body. Uh, even though I think shivering, I don't know if it would work while you're paralyzed, but in my brain it does. Um, you keep all the muscles working, but they work nonstop for two whole weeks, and now you're just almost skin and bones. All of the fat and muscle that you've had in your body have been burned off, and you have been only drinking water for two weeks. Cold water by this time, by the way, because I'm assuming the hot water ran out. And as you're laying there, helpless, Nobody knows. And that is my fear. And that's why I am. I'm, I don't like fucking. That's why I hate fucking showers. <laughs> Not that I hate showers. I just hate fucking. You'll never see me take a drunken shower, guys. You'll never see me get really high and then take a shower. If I'm fucked up in any kind of way, even if my back really hurts, I like to take a shower. But if it hurts so much that if I like cramp up, like I get a muscle spasm where I get tense up. Sometimes I get like a muscle spasm on back where it tense and I move real quick. Like I get a jolt or like push me back or like make me like stuck in a position, but it'll make me move enough with enough quick force that if I'm in the shower and the floor is slippery, I'll hit my head forward or backwards and I'll die. Or that's what I think. I'm calling it here, guys. The end of the Piss Golf podcast. You have died in the shower. Who knows when that'll be. Hopefully it'll be like at least like once I'm monetized. <laughs> very, very dark, Yusuf. This is so stupid. Why would you end on a dark note like that? Oh, my God. Anyway, guys, rate and review the podcast. Um, this was about, you know, rate and review it on, on fucking Apple is the main one, I guess. Uh, Spotify, you can't do it. Um, I also have an email now if you guys want to email me. It's at pissedgoff podcast all one word at gmail dot wait pissed podcast at gmail.com sorry about that yeah you can directly email me if you have uh, any information you want to send me anything period um dick pics vagina pics um uh, some some conspiracies research due diligence stocks whatever send me that shit and shout out to um bro fucking shout out to b for fucking up the, yo you listen to that shit right away thank you for that b if you still listen to this um shout out to ham yo you came through actually you, you got to come through real quick you kept your mask on i appreciate that you got your shirt you know you kept your social distance uh but yeah it was nice man you know chatting with you for a little bit yo, shout out to mike for the fucking meeting shout out to Meg for not dying for the migrona um and and shout out to the main golf fights and all of you guys who are still listening here you know you know what you do uh, I love you. I wouldn't be here without you guys. I'm going to keep doing this as long as you guys keep listening. I'm going to keep saying that. And that's all. 
So this is episode 39. I'm going to leave you guys some outro music. The outro song um, is Brain Damage by Pink Floyd. So here we go. So much if you think about this. The hill of death. Possession. The possession side. Lots of hidden meanings there. The paper boy, their paper faces to the floor. That's like, like, anyway, guys, that was it. I said I'm done. Guys, good night. I love you. Goodbye. Peace.